Welcome to Episode 9 of the 5-Minute Memory Devotional entitled Double Check. Now that's double check, not trouble check. In today's episode, we're going to look at Episode 9 of the Andy Griffith Show entitled A Feud is a Feud. And my Bible verse comes from 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. The episode starts off with a young couple, Josh and Hannah, coming to the Taylor house late at night with the plans of getting married. Before Andy is able to perform the marriage, the father of the bride and the father of the groom come in and break up the marriage. After just a minute, Andy realizes that the two young people are children of the famous local feuding families of the Wakefields and the Carters. The next morning at breakfast, Andy gets the cold shoulder from Aunt B and Opie. Andy finally deduces, as he says, while they aren't talking to him. It's because he wouldn't marry Josh and Hannah. Andy then goes on to explain why he wouldn't marry the two as he relates the story of Romeo and Juliet to Opie to help him understand. Andy then takes it upon himself to try and figure out what started the feud between the two families. After visiting both families, Andy realizes that neither patriarch knows what started the feud. After filling with the fathers, Andy comes across Josh and Hannah as they are running away together. While talking to them, it's discovered that no one in either family has ever been hurt, let alone shot during this feud. After looking up old records, it's found the only injury that occurred was a Wakefield was bitten by a mule. Andy brings Mr. Wakefield and Mr. Carter together under the false pretense of ending the feud. After removing the shells from their shotguns, Andy has them face off, as would be done in a French duel, to which both men are apprehensive about doing so. In the end, Andy fires a shot in the air and both men run off scared. Andy brings the men to his house where he scolds them for their cowardness. He then shows them how brave their children are as Josh and Hannah come in and confront their fathers. In the end, the men agree to the marriage between the two young adults and we see that Andy has to put on his nightcap again to perform the marriage because they think it's the right way to start off things. The part of the episode I want to talk about is the Wakefield and Carter's beliefs on the feud. You see, neither man knew why they were feuding with the other family. Mr. Wakefield told Andy that he never told his son the reason for the feud because he didn't know it. After some discussion, Andy finds out that the last Wakefield to know the reason for the feud was Mr. Wakefield's great-grandpa. Four generations of Wakefields had been feuding with no one knowing the reason why. When talking to Mr. Carter, he tells Andy that he knows the reason for the feud. The Carters are shooting because he's a Wakefield. And because he's a Wakefield, it means he has to shoot at him. Andy finally discovers that the Carters are feuding with the Wakefields, well, because they're shooting at each other. While no Wakefield or Carter appeared to have been hurt by the other, both men were happy to continue on the tradition, even though they didn't know why. The scripture I'm looking at today comes from 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Here are a few traditions or beliefs that the modern church has. Which of these have you been taught to believe? Adam and Eve sinned by eating an apple in the Garden of Eden. Noah took two of every animal upon the ark. Three wise men come to visit Jesus on his birth on December 25th, 0 B.C. A.D. God will never give you anything that you can't handle. Now, as the Declaration of Independence says, we hold these truths to be self-evident. But are they really? How many did you agree with? Do you believe them all? If so, why? Is it because you studied and you found it in the Bible? 
or was it because somebody told you that all these were true? Well, I hope it don't make anybody mad, but they were all wrong. The Bible said that Adam and Eve ate a fruit. No mention of an apple. Genesis chapter 3. The Bible says Noah took seven of every clean beast and two of every unclean beast upon the ark. Genesis chapter 7, verse 2 and 3. Wise men did come to see Jesus, but we're not told a number. Matthew 2, verse 1. Also, we don't know the exact date of Jesus' birth. Many scholars tend to think it was actually in the fall of the year, and when comparing to historical records of leaders mentioned in the Bible, it's quite possible that Jesus was born between 6 B.C. and 3 B.C. And for the saying that God doesn't give us more than we can handle, I believe we're going to look at the life of the Apostle Paul or to the story of Job, and we can see that's not true. I do believe that God, many times, gives us more than we can handle, and it's in those times He wants us to look to Him for help. Too many times we believe something because we've been told it's true without fact-checking it. How many times have you reposted something on social media just to find out that it wasn't true? Tim Allen, Paul McCartney, Jackie Chan, and Celine Dion have all been victims of what's called celebrity death hoax. Post on social media of their death that has been falsely reported. My former pastor, when asked what he believed the Bible had to say about something, would answer, not in his opinion, but he would give the answer like this. Let's see what the Bible has to say about it. There's an Abraham Lincoln meme that says, don't believe everything you read on the internet just because there's a picture with a quote next to it. Don't believe something just because that's what you've been told. As the Bible says, study to show thyself approved. That not only works for scripture, but anything in life. Before you make that next post on Facebook that Chuck Norris died for the 14th time, double check. Before you post that little Jimmy has cancer and wants Christmas cards, Double check. By the way, little Jimmy is now 33 and he's been cancer free for 20 years and he's changed addresses three times. And when one of the children from church asks you how many animals Moses took on the ark, don't worry about double checking this one. Go ahead and answer two. While we know the answer, the kids always get a kick out of correcting you that it was Noah, not Moses, that took the animals. And by the way, don't correct them and tell them it was seven. Let them have their fun. I hope you've enjoyed, and keep listening next Wednesday as I'll be covering episode 10, discussing Ellie for Counsel. Be sure to subscribe, like, and comment. And thanks again for listening.